one shot, one shot, one opportunity to bomb it like you've always wanted. In one moment, one moment, would you hit driver or just lay up? His grips are sweaty, breeze weak, hazards heavy. There's ketchup on his polo already, vodka in the Yeti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting to keep his head down. His group goes so loud, he knows his next move, but his miss freaks him out. He's choking up how everybody's laughing now. The boy's howling, clubs up loud. Snaps back to the left again. Oh, there's a penalty. Oh, reload. Welcome to the Bomb Squad Podcast with your hosts, Matt Smith and Jerry Lou. Let's be honest, we all want to be superstars and hot shots, but guess what? The people that do the real work, the ones that make the difference, you don't see them on TV or on the front page. I'm talking about the day-in, day-outers, the grinders. Come on, man. You know what I'm talking about. The other guys. Wait, wait, what are we talking about? Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the Bomb Squad podcast. My name's Jerry Lou. With me, as always, is Matt Smith. Matt, how you hello. doing, buddy? Hello, hello. Can you can you hear me? Yes, 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 yes. Stage, stage, stage. One, 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 one. Uh, we are recording this on uh, what is today a Sunday. There is probably some tour golf going on, but who gives a rat's ass about that? Because we got a double dose of Augusta coming up. That is the Masters, folks. We got I got Augusta on my mind around Thanksgiving. That's the best I can do with that pun. I haven't really written anything down, but um, it yeah, is Georgia Matt. on your mind. Thank you. Uh, and her daughter's name was Augusta. But um, we are uh, going to do a master's preview. And I didn't really, other than uh, asking some folks on Twitter, <clears throat> what uh, who they, I just said straight up, who do you think is going to win the master's? And I said, the best comments are going to get mentioned. We got a lot of fun ones. But uh, I like the only notes I wrote down here was just essentially, 2020 Masters, the person I picked to win, and what their odds were, according to, I went to Odds Shark. So um, we can talk, uh, but before we get into this year's Masters, why don't we reminisce a little bit, Matt? I mean, in the four majors that make up professional golf, where does the Masters rank for you? One being the best, four being, you know, opposite. Very open question, I would say. What do you mean open question? How's it open? You rank the majors. Well, I, th- I think it really... question. Th- That's the point. It, it, it is. Um, it's very subjective, obviously. Don't and look at privilege. Privilege is not privilege. I, 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 no, no, she's not. Uh, it's for, a she now. <laughs> for, for people wondering who privilege is, it's... Uh, no, don't say, don't say it. <laughs> no, it's an inside joke, but uh, it's something I, I scribe on. Um, I, I don't know. I in my heart it's it's number one right it's tradition it is the back nine roars on sunday it is you know just the golf course its origins it's everything but i don't yes yeah it's number one that's that's just a long way of saying it's my it's my it's not that big a deal i mean i really love the tournament but i mean and it's not because i'm an american or whatever but i mean u.s open is first for me and then I got to admit, like, I might, mm, like, the Masters and the uh, Open Championship kind of duke it out for second place for me. But the Masters probably takes it 60-40. I just, at first, I'm one of those guys, 
who on one hand doesn't like a, a major tournament being played at the same same venue over and over. But if every other major doesn't follow that format, then what's the harm in having this one that uh, one Robert Trent Jones designed uh, with the intent on having this be uh, like a thing, you know, like his own little like perennial soiree, so to speak. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to hear what our listeners think about that. We did throw out a tweet earlier today, which got well, lots of action and we'll get yeah, into well, that. Yeah, we'll get like I want to dedicate like the second half or two last two thirds of the show to talk about this coming upcoming Masters and current stuff. I want you and I to talk dish a little bit about the Masters here because it's not one of those things where I'm like, so Matt, tell me your favorite U.S. Open course or what course you'd like to see U.S. Open at. No, more so, I just want to ask you like, what were some of and say they may be obvious, they may not be, but uh, what were some of your favorite Masters memories or favorite Masters champions? I mean, for me, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling here. Fred Couples winning in '92 having his ball not roll down in Ray's Creek. I think it was the first of two that has ever happened to in history for the tournament that ever happened. He was the first, but I mean, uh, boom, boom, getting his only major for a guy who was like, you know, on that list of players with one major, but has like hella swagger. Um, what you got any masters memories or your favorite masters champions, like that, that aren't too mainstream perhaps. Or to say? Um, I, my first masters memory that I can remember watching, uh, is 95 Ben Crenshaw. So obviously a very emotional win there, uh, with the death of his longtime coach, Harvey Pennick just before. Mm-hmm. Um, but most memorable, you know, we're going to talk about tiger, obviously 97, his first win and, and the fashion he did it setting records and, and wiping the field. Um, being Canadian, obviously, 03 Mike Weir. Shout out Mike Weir again in this episode. Uh, Brother. <laughs> um, obviously, it was a huge win in Canada, especially in a playoff. So, uh, obviously, lots going on up here in regards to that victory. But um, who, did, who did Mike Weir beat? Didn't he beat like Len Matisse? Len Matisse, a bogey. Never to be heard a, from before. A double slash triple. Nobody, nobody heard of Len Matisse before. After the only thing I remember was he was playing that uh, Ben Hogan ball that was like the first five piece ball that Apex Tour. That was a good mm-hmm. ball. It was a good ball. The Those tour are good balls, film. Maddie. Those are good balls right there. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of memories, and I think that's something that always draws you back uh, to Augusta and to the Masters is just those memories. So um, I, I don't think there's a, a specific favorite I have. There's been very very memorable tournaments and there have been some not so memorable tournaments so i guess it all depends which kind of flavor you like let's lean towards the latter then and shift gears because you're right the whole feel goodery that is the masters is perfect it's perfectly on brand i don't want to say it's like disney but if anyone's ever been to a disney theme park when you walk in there you kind of get what you expect but the expectation is high and and there's like a certain uh, value attached to that blah 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 so the, like as much as i'd love to like try and shit on augusta or the master's theme the master's theme is my ringtone by the way i got an old phone it's been my ringtone forever and i don't even have this thing i have it on vibrate it's the sound that wakes me up in the morning i tell you what folks go to the go to your ringtone application or whatever and purchase the master's app you will not be pissed off when you wake up in the morning again. Like next thing you know, when you're just like, when you're waking up, all you hear, all of a sudden you're done. You're just like, Hmm, that's nice. Oh, I'm getting up. But, Oh, that's nice. I mean, I, I used to be a huge stone temple pilots fan, but I used to use their music as my wake up music all the time. Fucking hate those guys now. And it's not their fault. I'm, I'm going to do that. Actually. I'm going to set my alarm to the master's music. I believe it's, is that Yanni? Yanni, I believe is the author of that music. 
Um, possibly. I like I said, I didn't want to say just openly go to your go to the app store or whatever because I have I'm an Apple user. Not everyone uses Apple products, so I mean it's like so I say go to wherever you get applications. But um, okay, shifting gears real quick because. You're right. There are probably, that was a dumb question for me to ask you. There are way too many good memories or way too many, like I was scrolling through some information here. I'm just like, man, there's a lot of great stuff here. How's about, who's your least favorite Masters champion? And you can't say Patrick Reed, okay? He is on a no-fly list right now, okay? I am I am going to be his legal representation or or his, uh, his pundancy representation from here on out from a guy who's not in his camp and not affiliated. Patrick Reed's Donald Trump. I'm Alex Jones. That's how that goes. Anyways. Who, who, who do you think's like, because I was looking at the list here and like, I don't like Angel Cabrera much, but then again, when he got that Masters victory, he then he had a US Open before that. That validated his career to me finally, because that guy for decades was like number ninth in the world. I'm like, where? All I see him do is yakety sacks in the, in the US Open every year. That's it. I mean, so what, who, who are your least favorite Masters champions? Come on, give it to me. So I'm going to look down the list not. here. Um, I'm going to stick to say, 80 1980 till till now um okay not a huge danny willett fan just because of how he won and and that was oh are you starting at the top are you starting the top well i don't know that i'm looking at a list of of masters winners as well and it's just it is the name that is just sticking out in my head because a lot of the time when we look at the masters it, and it usually boils down to this guy went out and he won the Masters. I, I'm looking at Sergio Garcia. I'm not a huge fan, but he went out and he won that tournament. I'm looking <laughs> and, at Charles Schwartzel. And well, no, birding for. Oh, oh, hold on. I like this. Let's 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 break these down one at a time because I can. Like, if people want content, here it fucking comes. Okay, I'll play counterpoint mm-hmm. to every single thing you say for each of these guys. Sergio Garcia. Not much else to say, but. He had, he had put so much time in his career, and if he was going to win a major, I'm happy to see him do it, even though we still don't like the guy. I don't care. So Sergio, that was, you know, one of those, like, hey, better late than never kind of things. And uh, who was the next one you said? Schwartzel? Look, I want to shit on that guy. But that guy birdied the last four holes coming in under the radar, mind you. Anyone else mm-hmm. who does, that's like Fourth of July fireworks, for in, to use an American parlance. And he exactly. just did it, like, like, when he did it and finished and put the jacket on, that's when everyone, like, squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Oh my God! This guy just like just like torpedoed three cruisers with two torpedoes. I mean, yeah, I'm looking sorry, at it here like like Trevor Trevor Immelman. He was just so far out in front. Snedeker obviously shit the bed big time on Sunday, um, but Immelman went out. That year. Tiger got a runner up that year though. That uh, not too shabby. He, it was three still. Yeah, he did, but it was not really a, a race. So I'm looking at it going like, you know, Zach Johnson, obviously a, a terrible weather year um, of his victory, never going for it in two. Don't really like that play, but hey, he won. So um, yeah, I'm going to have to stick with Danny Willett here. That just kind of sticks out. As, well, what about like, what about, what about Woozy in 91? You know, I wasn't really, I was five years old. Woozy's Woozy, you know, Am loved older by... Than you? I think so by a couple of years. When what year were you born? You can tell I'm us eighty six. Oh, I'm eighty four. Oh, cool. I thought I thought I thought you were just more wise and sage or something, dude. This is this is not right. I should not be the uh, the elder of the two of us. Well, sorry you, to break, you break the news, but yeah, um, <laughs> you know it, I can't. Your parents made a choice, and Ugh. you know it resulted in you. But you, yeah, hey, I'm the X Factor. They made lots of choices. Uh, we'll get into that later, but. Um, I, now I now, but honestly, 
I know a little bit about Woosnam, but obviously it wasn't back like 91 style or whatever. So it's really hard to like comment on that a little bit, but, uh, but I mean, Sandy Lyle won an 88. I don't know much else that Sandy Lyle won per se. D- did he win an open championship at all? Because all I remember was, he yes, was he does. Guy- okay. I was gonna say he was the guy who would shoot 90 every time because they would let the pass winners play up to the weekend every single time i mean poor arnie was doing the same thing before they made him an honorary starter once sneed killed died and, and nelson died i mean mm-hmm. yeah I, I, what about uh who's the guy from uh from augusta uh, uh mize chipped in oh Phoenix i was gonna Norman. Have, let's say uh, charles howell iii patrick reed from larry from- larry uh, yeah. mize mize in uh 87 like, like, he, uh, like yeah like i was he, he did he did like well, but he, right. But I mean, wasn't that a, see, now this is where my memory is bad. Wasn't that a sudden death playoff with Seve and Greg Norman? It was Greg Norman for sure. I'm not sure on who it was, else. Cause they all, they all had this. Okay. Yes, it was Seve. Cause they all had the same score. I just don't, don't know how many playoff holes that they play. I, I just know they all finished with an aggregate uh, final probably. Or yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Let's double check that. Uh, hold well, on. Very much. 87. I, I got the short numbers in front of me. They all shot 285 for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, is it was what? heavy. Yes. Uh, so so how many playoff holes was it? Did, did they happen to say where you're, what you're looking at or what? Um, yeah, just looking, uh, they played two playoff holes. So uh, I don't. It started well, on number 10 and ended on 11. I'm glad you found that out. That's awesome. Oh, and I just happened to notice the year prior, uh, <laughs> the year Jack. 86 masters if anyone wants to talk about like you know favorite 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 moments in golf or whatever sunday fourth round of the 1986 masters even if you surgically remove jack nicholas and what he was doing it was still one of the most action-packed rounds of golf i ever saw i've said it before i think on my other podcast it was the it was the shot where uh uh, where we got the Seve Fantastica shot when he like strikes his five iron starts chasing it like like marching down the fairway I mean I was watching all the highlights because it was like uh, about a year or two ago they were replaying it and I was just sitting there forgetting going like oh my god we have like this is the greatest final round of the Masters ever because we have six stories going on and then Jack is just marching stomping like like Jack smash just climbing right up the leaderboard and and Greg Norman god forbid 86 87 second place at the masters the poor poor little bugger i mean just never got it done you know i mean norman does have two majors but i mean he has like two majors where he lost where people chipped in on the last hole and then it's then he has uh this 86 like i mean if it, him and tom kite tied for second place they played just fine if it wasn't for jack stomping up it would have been greg norman and tom kite playing for their only first and maybe only green jacket mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. okay History so, yeah. could have rewritten itself. If we're just but, stopping, in, but history doesn't. Correct. If we're just stopping in 1980, it's uh, it's the list is pretty good. I think you nailed it with Willett. I I was honestly thinking there was uh, for some reason I was thinking like Chad Campbell's on this list, but I was wrong. Um, that's that's a different uh, major championship list. But uh, I'm trying he did to look lose at some the of the playoff. I'm trying to look at some of the blowouts here, <clears throat> and I completely forgot that Tom Kite was the runner up to Tiger in '97. Because I'm trying, I was trying to know that. Like, I was trying to look at the blowouts here, and I'm sitting there going like, "Well, who was what?" And I thought I could, I could have sworn no, Tiger was paired with Constantina Roca in the final round, mm-hmm. but uh, but that was just like you know, <clears throat> just a little sideshow. Did uh, did Lauren Roberts go out after the first round and just no? Sorry, John Houston. Look at that, that right. leaderboard: John <clears throat> Houston, Paul Stankowski, Paul Azinger, Tiger Woods, and Constantina Roca. Roca. Only five guys under par in the first round. 
Yeah, well, it, didn't the 2000 U.S. Open start that way? It just ended differently for everyone else. The same for Tiger. Yeah. Because exactly. there was like the first round, Tiger was six under. Miguel Angel Jimenez was five under. Then there was like two guys at four, three guys at three, five guys at two. Like it really tapered off and be like, hey, hell of a first round at Pebble, you guys. And then all of a sudden, I knew it got a little windy. Well, now this isn't a U.S. Open podcast. I'm sorry. I was gonna, I was going to start vamping on another subject, but uh, but yeah. Now if I'm going to just if I'm going to do a quick dive here, we got uh, Zeller player, Watson Floyd, Nicholas player, Tommy Aaron in '73. That's kind of an out of nowhere. Charles Cootie. That was when I was thinking of um bob golby gay brewer i mean it's the masters really doesn't have too many uh too many like you know scrubs so to speak i mean it's uh it, you you got to go back to when the tournament very first started to see stuff like that yeah there's not too many guys that like i said that that backdoor their way into a masters it's usually a guy that's hit the ball well obviously the greens being severe as they are and as fast as they are these days and without green reading books I think it's definitely somebody with that imagination, that touch, um, short game wizardry. But again, a guy who's probably hitting his irons extremely well, um, missing in the right areas. But we'll get more into who we think will win and why in a little bit. Well, actually, is there anything else you want to talk about just in terms of master's memories or anything or... uh... Or uh, do, we can we can save like our picks or maybe from the end we could just like talk about everybody and save that stuff for the end. So let's get okay, <clears throat> yeah, get yeah, get your get your girl out and get uh, get all polished up and get loaded while you are um, getting prepared for our next portion of the podcast here, talking about the 2020 Masters because we got to have one this year, baby. I'm feeling really sorry for the Open Championship. I mean, I really am in the end, but uh, they they definitely got job. But the 2020 Masters. That's what we hear. That's what we're going to talk about. Smitty, get your torch, get ready to light it on fire. I just want to tell everyone real quick that if you're listening to this, it's you know how quick and simple and easy it is to just click over and just give this five stars. You don't even have to write a review. If you do, that's great. Like our, my, our network director, Ty, he loves it. We love it. I mean, we know it's an important thing for the algorithms. You don't have to do it, but I've done it before for other podcasts and other apps. It's very simple. Five stars. Or, or however many stars you want. I mean, we, we look at them all. We don't get many because there's dozens and dozens of listeners out there. But beyond that, guys and gals, all you are golfers, hopefully, we want you to just, you know, j- j- just show that you're enjoying it or, or give us the feedback. And while you're at it, as long as you're not driving, if you are pull over to the side of the road, especially if you need new head covers, because my boy crazy... He's a caddy at Bandit Dunes Golf Resort, just like me. He has a website. Him and his beautiful wife, Christine, called Gorse Golf. It's Gorse Golf, G-O-R-S-E golf.com. They have beautiful head covers. These things look like the original Seamus head covers. And here's the best part. Their most expensive head covers are half the price of Seamus's cheapest head covers. I swear to God, his head covers are 40 to 50 bucks. He's got new headgear. I, 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 I saw Larry, our uh, guest services guy at Sheep Ranch today. He had one of his new hats on. I'm just like, God, I got to get a hold of crazy because I got to get one of these new hats. But uh, right now I'm wearing the Dodger lid because, you know, well, we'll get into that for a moment too. But uh, Gorse Golf, G-O-R-S-E Golf. When you go there and when you shop for the head covers, before you check out, enter into the coupon code section, Bomb Squad Pod, all one word, Bomb Squad Pod, gets you an additional 10% off a dynamite product that's already at a dynamite price. Gorse Golf, you can see them on Instagram, same thing, at Gorse Golf, G-O-R-S-E Golf dot com. And uh, my only uh, plug here is uh, Doyers. You know, I, I got to admit, it, it sucked. I was by myself. 
I wasn't watching because I don't have cable and I didn't have the means to like really view it. I was, uh, and I was sober, but, and I've always said, if my team in my conscious lifetime, while I'm paying attention, wins the world series, you'll never hear me complain about it again. So I got to take it for what it is, buddy. Yep. Congratulations to you and Dodgers nation. Los Doyers finally got it done after four trips to what do they call it? The fall dance, the fall classic, the, it's the, dance, the but... United States of America baseball thing, but we call it World Championship. There you go. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, they won it. Good for them. Hey, good for you guys. Hey, 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 hey. So, <clears throat> anywho, 2020 Masters, um, in, instead of, yeah, we're going to save, like, who we like in our picks. I mean, I think I already said on the record who I who I like, but, I mean, what do you – what, what are your thoughts for this year? Are there any – let's first and foremost, let's talk about the course. Are there any changes that you're aware of? Uh, no course changes. Uh, you know, it's not rumored anymore. Uh, it is fact that Augusta National bought a couple of holes, so some acres off of neighboring Augusta Country Club. Um, they are they are preparing to, I would assume, one day lengthen the tees on the 13th, the par 5. Um, but as for course changes, no, not this year, but... Due to the fact that this is the first time it's being played in the fall rather than its normal slate in the second week of April, we do have some course conditions slash weather factors that could come into play. Uh-huh. No, I'm, li- I'm listening. Uh, what, what, do we happen to know what the forecast is at this Looking juncture? at the forecast at the moment, it looks like it's going to be unseasonably warm. So I'm just looking at... What's, I, it, a, what, what, what's it supposed to be for this time of year? We're, we're not used to that in the first place. Don't, you can't tell me this egg is larger than any, any other egg I've ever seen and be like, but you've never seen another egg before. What, what's seasonable this time of year? Do you know? Yeah, so historical high average right around 70 degrees uh, through Masters weekend. Uh, nighttime lows, uh, historical average between 40 to 45 degrees. But next weekend, now we're recording this a week ahead, uh, we're looking at nighttime lows of between 60 to 65 degrees and a rolling average from Tuesday through Saturday, Sunday, it looks like around a high of 80 degrees. So it looks like it's going to be warm. Uh, They're looking right now at chance of showers on Wednesdays, um, sorry, on Wednesday of tournament week, as well as Saturday of tournament week at the moment. So, uh, could be warm. It could be, it, it's going to be softer by the sounds of things, just the way that Augusta national prepares for what is the fall season. Uh, but they usually reopen in October, uh, with a overseed ryegrass instead of uh, Bermudian bent. So things are going to be a little bit softer or slower in the, around the fairways, I think. Um, that's what a lot of the, um, I guess, insiders or people in the know are saying. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be different, right? Uh, it sounds like there's also a different uh, wind, uh, predominant wind that time of year is coming out of the north. So certain holes, um, let's say 11, for instance, your prevailing wind this time of year is going to be a right to left wind. So forcing balls down the left-hand side. So bringing the pond more into play, uh, but also 15 uh, shorter par five is going to be in the wind where it's usually, usually a crosswind. So it'll be interesting to just to see how those little nuances play as they're usually a 
different prevailing wind. So very interested to see how the players are going to adjust to that. Do you think the score will be higher or lower this year? Like overall, the winning score? We'll get into we'll get into it more specifically, but I want to hear you answer that with your filthy mouth there. Well, I, it, it's so difficult to, I, I guess, take all the factors into play. Do I think it's going to be drastically higher or lower? No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be right around your averages, but depending on weather, right? It looks like with a forecast of, um, of Saturday showers, is that going to be morning, afternoon? How is that going to affect play? You know, is it going to be uh, an all day where the entire field gets wet? Is it, you know, hopefully it's it's fair weather for everybody. So it's very difficult to forecast those types of things. Uh, get it forecast, but um, will the scoring be different? I don't think it's going to be drastically different. No. So what was uh, what was the Tigers' uh, winning score under par last year? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, I want to say thirteen under. Okay. So hang on a second. This is stupid Google. Tiger was yeah co- correct. He was thirteen under. Sorry, because I, I like I said I'm still looking at like a total aggregate uh, for the score right here. So thirteen under. Reed was fifteen under the year before. Sergio mm-hmm. was nine under. Hmm. Hmm. what do you think okay we need to agree on our own what the over under is for the winning score but we also have to keep it like a couple strokes under what we would say that would be like let's just say if we really think the winning score would be nine under parts like well we better have the over under like seven and a half or six and a half say but i mean but you so you genuinely think I think I think 11 and a half is let, let's take a, a live look masters wait if you 20, if, if, we, if we put the over under at 11 and a half would you take the under 11 and a half I if it was 10 and a half I'd take the over yeah but what if it was 11 and a half <laughs> look, look, look! I know, I know. Uh, that people to enjoy something that, like, one of us is gonna like take the over, obviously, and take the under, obviously. But it's like, if you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the over, no matter what, don't want. Why don't you like? I, I'm, it up I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over. Oh come on, that's not the okay. Now I gotta, now I gotta back up and repark this piece of shit. Come on, man. You're gonna, sorry. You, no, okay, no. So if, if. I guess, are, are we agreeing that the over-under is 11 and a half? Is that what you agree, or is it 10 and a half? Talk to me. Um, you, you, you tell me I'm okay with either one. You tell me what you think the over-under is. Should I? Uh, look, it Look it up. You know what? I, let's just go, no, I I, I'm, go with what the, what the odds, uh, odds bro- uh, Ladbrokes are saying or whatever. I mean, come on. Masters if, 2020 winning score. Over under. Let's well, see here. You don't have Odds to, to win the Masters. Your, your your menial tasks, folks. Like I, for the folks, I was going to vamp for a moment, and you don't have to be like, I'm doing my laundry right now, feeding the cat, walking the dog. I don't have a dog. That's just code for jerking off. Um, I can I can. You know what? I am a little embarrassed to say that, and this is creeping into just. I'll just say who my pick is, and just to remind people, or whatever. I just now went and looked at the odds and I didn't realize that the person that I had picked to win the masters. And I picked this person before he won at one winged foot that I didn't know Bryson was leading off at eight to one. I mean, 
but I mean, it's just, I'm, I, I got a hunch just like this kid's got a hunch about a lot of stuff and uh, I'm, I'm sticking with the guy for, uh, for one of these two masters at least. I mean, uh, you, you, is your searching bearing any fruit? I see you still uh, digging. It, it's, it's not good. I can't find a definitive kind of over under. All right. I tell you what odds. I tell you what we, as much as we'd like it to be 11 and a half, can you figure heart of hearts? You think the scoring is going to be a little lower this year? Why don't we, we, you just nut up and we met up and we just call the, our over under personally 10 and a half. Let's call it 10 and a half. And you're going to take the over on that, I would assume. I will hammer the over. I'm hammering it. I'm yeah, cashing out my life savings here, all $14. I'm putting on the over. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, that doesn't work that way. Because that means, in, in what I was going to propose, that means I'd only lose a buck 40. And I don't want to send that via mail. The postage alone would be more than that. If you, if, okay, what kind of odds would you give me if I take the under on that? Because I'll take the under, but you got to sweeten the deal. Why? Don't you make got that st- face. Don't make you that face. The, you set the number. Now you want odds. No, hey, for, we, we set the number. And also, you were talking about how it was going to be low scoring this year. But then, you, like, once we set the number, even before we set the number, you, you were, like, clamoring the over. I also said it's going to be hard to forecast a winning score. Well, it always, that's the, yeah. And, and oh gosh, that's, that's every year. <laughs> For every point had, you have, I'm going to make a counterpoint. I just had, you got me. I just had four thoughts, car crash at the same time, head on to my, it is intersection of my head. And you just beat the shit out of me on that one. I, I can't even, I don't even know where I'm at. Okay. So it, if and when I take the under, you're not getting sweet in the deal at all? Like, not even, like, 20 to 1 or something? I mean, come on. 20 to 1. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Negotiate. There's some wiggle room here. Come on. Okay. It's an over-under. That's that's the line. You're one way or another. You don't get odds on an over-under. Yeah, but I truly believe that the score will be over I do in my heart of hearts, but I want to have some fun. So I'll take the under happily, but you got to make it worth me going over that line. Okay. So, so let's, let's do this then. Do what? Let's, (laughs) let's move the line to 11 and a half. Uh, you can have the over. And you take the under. Yep. Straight. I'll do, I get, I'll, I'll take that straight up. That makes sense. Straight up. Now, see, because I'm such a nice guy, and folks, I, I know we got a lot of Canadian listeners, and you are right up there with my Finnish ancestors, the most polite people and the nicest people on the planet. But well, how I'm about gonna be, that, eh? I'm gonna, yeah. How about that? I'm gonna slow things down here, and I'm going to offer to you that listening. you're taking the under. Mm-hmm. If there is one winner. And the winner happens to be at eleven under. Mm-hmm. I want to do something extra for you. I just, I just don't know creatively what that could be. Maybe we could, leave, we can put that up to the listeners. Maybe uh, put that up to Twitter because you were gracious enough to move a uh, the, the 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 line of demarcation and B move your entire camp over to the other side of that line, which I graciously accept because that's what I wanted in the first place. I want you to be rewarded for that little in between. Okay. So if somebody happens to win, slip on the jacket at exactly 11 under. That's right. No playoff. One player at 11 under. Nope. No playoff. At, at, okay. it, they scored 
277. 277. So if, it, if somebody, how about I get three to one then if somebody lands right on 11? Uh, if, uh, if nobody can come up with anything else before the master starts, I totally accept those terms. A hundred percent. You were okay. a, you were a sucker. I'm not saying I'm too nice, but I mean, you can't start at three to one. That's why I started at 21 jackass. I was hoping to get like five to one when I was taking the under on 10 and a half. <laughs> and what are we wagering? Um, well, what's. I know you uh, you work for like the big banks and you're around bags of money all the time, even if you're working from home. I mean, they got to hide it somewhere, right? So, yeah, I do have a, a pocket door in my living room that that's where the stash is. Jesus, I don't even know what a pocket door is, folks. You, you, everyone just like you got to you got to like red flash people from like Men in Black right now. <laughs> like just erase the memory. Pink. <laughs> um i don't know i mean we could always do like for see me and my buddy nick pretorius uh, have been playing a lot of golf lately and we've started a money game where each point is worth a thousand dollars minimum and we know we're never maybe ever going to be able to pay each other back but i mean if we he's like yeah but one day for ballers one day we could repay the debt it's like okay cool so we played two matches the first match i lost forty four thousand dollars and then the second match i won one hundred seventy four thousand dollars so i mean it's just like that's that we could have like a fun tab or whatever but that's why I'm saying, like, if we, like, put it up to the listeners or, like, throw it out to Twitter once, like, the podcast drops or whatever, just say, like, somebody has to play golf wearing a dress. I was going to say, we could, we know, could make some type of... Stage, but, like, let, we, let's make it, like, not monetary, per se, because monetary is great, but it's just, I don't know, our conversion rates. Plus, either I'm really rich or really poor, and right now I'm really poor. So it's just not a good time for Jerry Lou. You know what I'm saying? Other excuses. Uh, what do you got? Uh, yeah, why don't we put this out to vote? We'll put it out on the Twitter uh, Twitter machine at some point in time. We'll come up with some ideas. We'll float them out. Um, and we'll put it out to a public jury, basically. We'll let the people... We'll I'm, I'm, the yelling people. At, I'm, yelling, I'm yelling at Ty in the digital booth. Ty! Uh, if and when you're listening to this, we will uh, we will organize uh, when... Because I know we, um, we haven't been tweeting every time when we drop a podcast. Not that it's that big a deal, but, uh, but uh, we can definitely get something uh, kind of organized with this. Where like you know, a loser walks home barefoot, something like this, something like that. That that's the whole <laughs> whole thing I wanna I wanna generate around uh, because there because in life there still be there should still be some level of shame. I wholeheartedly agree, <laughs> wholeheartedly. So I I I I know I've joked about my pick or saying my pick and not saying my pick fifty times. Do you have someone you like for the Masters that doesn't rhyme? with souffle um i think there are so many top players currently i want to get i want to get into this okay real quick because i wrote i I erased all my drunken notes on on the big board but i wrote down here well yeah well they didn't make much sense um that i and i wrote down here the one that we kept where you think royal win the masters and i think dj DJ wins a major Yeah. yeah So what I want to do here is with Xander Shoffley, because I want to write this down in a spot that doesn't get forgotten. I don't think Xander Shoffley ever wins a Masters. I don't know how many majors he's going to win, but I don't think Xander ever wins a Masters. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to quantify that though, so to speak. Like, uh, like, uh, do I just write down here? Jerry says that. I mean, or it's just like, yeah, you just write it down. I'm just trying to make declarations here and I hope they stick. I mean, given how long the big board sticks around, but uh, 
I guess I should have interrupted you to write this down. Uh, you're voting Xander, yeah? Yes, I. You know, I, I've been riding him now for six months. He hasn't done any for anything for me yet. Um, I'm not going to be that guy who does not bet on him and then he goes out and wins. Uh, eventually, that day will come because that's just the way things work. That's just the, but, way, uh, it is. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, so that's that's where I'm going. My first choice, my personal favorite, thinking with my heart, Xander Shoffley. Just like that? I mean, care to elaborate? Like, I, what's his, he, he's really good at golf, but I don't feel, what's his track record been like at Augusta? I want to say he was runner-up last year. Um, I think you're right. I know I, that's why I wasn't going to say something completely oafish, but at the same time, I want to make sure. Yeah, he was T2 last year. Uh, obviously, one shot back at Tiger. Tied with Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. But there's a lot of names on that board that have either been playing well um, as of late. We've got Patrick Cantlay, who's making nice. a run on Sunday last year until he faltered late. Uh, Ricky Fowler's basically dead to golf. He's no longer found. He, Patrick he, Cantlay, I, I, I'm sorry. I actually said this at the smoke pit at the Caddyshack recently. I said, Patrick Cantlay is this close to becoming like the American Lee Westwood, like if he's not careful. And I, I mean, or, or, or it was something like that, where it's just kind of like, like you're just going to become like that, like that wallflower or whatever, or, or we can almost call it a, a wall fowler. Mm-hmm. That was awful. Um, oh, the worst. If Jason Day didn't have to withdraw, did he withdraw last week? He, I think he withdrew, yes. Um, due to back injury, shoulder, neck, something. Um, Tony Finau <laughs> was up there last year. He was, uh, hasn't really been playing lots due to his COVID diagnosis. Um, See, that's what I'd be playing more. Can can we not admit that in this whole like COVID thing? Well, this here's our little political corner for uh, ninety seconds. Like I'm seeing like golf courses getting shut down in some countries where they're having like some uh, lockdowns or some outbreaks and whatnot. And I get that. I get I get closing things off or tamping things down if you're starting to have like a spike or an increase or whatever. That makes that makes sense to me. I know I like mm-hmm. to argue against a lot of that stuff or like like to say like yeah, well look at this. But like if you're having a spike or a re re-epidemic whatever i mean i don't know what the proper nomenclature is but i understand like wave that. yes or, or or just fill in the blank wave that being said one of the coolest things maddie boy about my job is i'm out in like we we the one thing or two one of two things we can confirm about covid is uh uv rays kill it or uv rays is the best thing against it so being outside in the sunlight is quite possibly the best thing you can do for yourself and then it also being like outdoors, like pretty spaced away from people golfing with the wind blowing, whatever golf should be like, I encourage folks out there to take up golf right now, where it's just like, Oh, if every activity gets shut down, which a lot of it makes sense to me, how about the one where you just touch your shit and nobody else's so to speak. And you just only, you can stay by yourself if you want to, and you're outside, which hell everyone needs to be outside more often anyways. So I just, I, it's, Sorry, I, I, I don't know what got me off on that jag for a second. It's because I think because I saw Ireland uh, was like starting to close their courses uh, for the second wave. And it's just like, no, g- golf is the one hobby that should not be interfered with. I mean, eh, I don't know. It, it, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Yeah, it's sad to see currently. But uh, do you think now tying this back to the Masters, do you think possibly um, let, let's say Saturday, Saturday night, there's a leader who Augusta National maybe doesn't like. Do they announce like Sunday morning? Oh, 
this person has tested positive. That's a really interesting idea. And uh, because I'm a great contrarian, that's what everyone else does to me, I'm just going to try and spell over your point in the fashion that when my Dodgers just won the World Series recently, uh, like Justin Turner is getting a lot of shit for going back out on the field, uh, like because he had he's, he like, got tested positive for COVID. And some people were asking a very good question who weren't sports pundits. That's why they were asking because they're fresh eyeballs. They said, when did they find out in the game he got COVID and they pulled him? And that, as soon as I heard that, I was just like, well, definitely after he was at bat, I tell you that much because, oh, what's the harm if somebody's out there 10 or 20 more minutes or just what have you? I mean, I, I kind of like shifted back to golf. Kind of That's why I said like from a completely inverse way to be like, oh, meh. I mean, it's like, like yeah, they, they could do that because it's like, well, that shit probably happens all the time if they wanted to. So I just, again, we're, we're trying to, that, that's a very good question and it's very topical and very golf oriented. I could feel myself getting hot, like on a political jag, like just right around the corner regarding not in a bad way. It's just like, I, I hate to say it. I'm having more thoughts, Smitty. I'm having more thoughts politically, and I never wanted that to happen. I think well, we, well, all we all are. Yeah, we all are. We're, we're very close to a, a vote or an election. Is, is that what's, what's going on what's, Tuesday? What's this we shit? America is. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm really hoping? What I pray for, and I assume is the rest of the planet, and this isn't anything political. This is just like we could just have our own little commentary here. But I assume, as an American, that most of the planet, in terms of like the modernized nations, are doing a lot better than us. A lot of it's because they have smaller populations. A lot of it, like, could be because they're spread out, or a lot of it's because they like did other measures at different times. As far as America goes, we are so swept up in our own whirlwind of our own like narcissistic, media centric, ahead of our asses, like, like what have you. That it's like I look at it going like, oh, well, the election, like I don't want to hear you, Matt, talk about the American election in a regard where it's just like the American election better, better not affect the rest of the planet. You tell it, oh, oh my God, it's gonna affect us a little bit in America. Trust me, like whether the ball bounces one way or the other, if we're all being realistic and keep our heads, whatever. But in terms of like, I mean, I, I maybe maybe this is me being another narcissistic American. It's just like I don't even know when other countries have elections until they tell me who wins. I don't none of us give a shit in America. Like we care way too much about ourselves. And the funny thing is we don't have too much to care about here. Like we make a lot of it up. I mean, to be fair. So that being said, I, I appreciate you saying like, oh, we have an election. I'm just kind of like, no, we don't. I do at best or at, and or at worst. I really, as you being our, our friends to the North, just, you know, just make sure you have extra popcorn. That's all. I mean, it, it shouldn't, it, it should, God, oh my God, our election. I'm just telling you, I'm almost pleading okay. to you. Don't tell me our election has any effect on the planet. Please don't. <laughs> It, it, it does. If, if you think that way, it's a little narrow-minded. And let's well, stop talking about it right there. No, I'm just saying, like, so, yeah, so everything, everything has ripples. I don't, I don't feel that it's like, no, our election shouldn't have, let me rephrase that, our election should not have an effect on the planet. That, that was all. That's what I was saying. <laughs> you know what? I will agree with that take. No, it shouldn't, but does it? That was all it I was absolutely gonna... does. So moving <laughs> on, <laughs> let's talk about something that's, very different this year and and getting on to the covid topic is no fans robot. and its effect robot what caddies go ahead no fans robot caddies i do not believe are at the masters this year um but just, nor are I, fans <laughs> so it'll be very interesting just to be following along listening in with 
no cheers, no groans, no moans, no roars. It, it, I think it's going to be very different. As we know, um, Augusta National does not have electronic scoreboards. They are manual. And oftentimes with delays and posting scores around the course, you get different roars at different times. And, and it's something that's very special to the Masters and unique. And that's something that will not, you know, the scoreboards obviously will be there, um, but the roars will not. Uh, so I, maybe do you have a couple of thoughts on, you know, what you are interested in and what impact that might make on the week's events? Um, you know, that's a good question. I haven't thought about that yet entirely. And, uh, but I mean, I don't know, given how scoring averages has been or like uh, opinions from players already, um, by the way, uh, shout out, uh, Manuel who, who runs the scoreboard, uh, senior, you're doing a great job. He, uh, like he, he used to work at the big green monster, uh, in Fenway, but, um, ultimately I think the scoring averages are a little bit better I don't want to say higher or lower because, you know, we relative to par in certain numbers, but I think overall with the no galleries, aren't the scoring averages a little bit better? Um, players seem to be not minding or at least like they're enjoying it so much to the point where we're, they're not like sounding off on it, obviously, because they're not having run-ins with fans, blah, blah, blah. We get to hear Bryson bitch and whoever's around him whenever he's not in the mood. But uh, all, the, all the things that I thought would be issues, remember how we were talking about months ago, how it's just like, oh, rough that's not trampled down or grandstands that aren't there so a ball could like shoot 30 yards over the green and just keep going and like go down the path or something i mean all those things really didn't become an issue they really didn't i mean i and i wasn't really trying that wasn't of all the things i could play chicken little i i could not could not could not why'd you why'd you just tweet me dislike (laughs) i didn't i didn't (laughs) tweet you i i was responding i'm I'm looking at our our chain am i boring you you're like talking no 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 (laughs) I'm, I'm multitasking. Um, okay. Honest to goodness. Uh, you, you make some good points that there are a lot of these, you know, unprecedented things, you know, no fans, no backboards, everything else. And, and it hasn't no fans um, getting in the way, you know, heckling, things like that. It, you know, have we seen a giant change to the players? No, you know, we had one lost ball at the, at uh, the U S open off the first tee, uh, Brendan Todd or whoever right. that was. But other than that, there really hasn't been any instance where, Oh, that wouldn't have happened. If whatever right. variable that's not there. If, if I can uh, just, I was uh, real close to wrapping up uh, my answer for you to actually give you a, a full answer. If there was any place where I would be curious to see organized golf or competitive golf without a gallery, it would be Augusta. Now here is the other edge of the sword and it might be really dull or really sharp. We won't know how a no crowd Augusta situation works if this is the one or two times we ever do it. So either they would have to stick with the restrictions, God forbid, however the future, whatever the future holds for humanity world, uh, given our uh, climate or or, or, or they go back to fans. I mean, this is, that's why I hate to say it like, yeah, my Dodgers won the world series. Like, I'm also kind of a Lakers fan, but barely, and they won uh, a championship, I, but I barely noticed or whatever. Tampa Bay just won a, a Stanley Cup or whatever, and part of me is like, is this going to be the season if we still had, like, baseball cards or whatever, when we flip it over, there's going to be a little asterisk by the 20 part where because it was, like, it was shortened, or we have to remember, oh, that was the strike year. Oh, this is, this is that was the COVID year. Except it affects every single category. So when it comes to <laughs> golf, the only way it affects golf, the only way it affects golf, unless you test positive and don't play, but a lot of people's, a lot of guys dip out for whatever reason to not play a lot of tournaments just randomly, whether it's like intentional or not intentional. The only thing that has changed in competitive golf has been the galleries. 
that's mm-hmm. it. The game has not changed. Like you're, you're. They're not. Uh, they didn't make the holes any bigger or smaller or decide yeah. to play it at a different course, right? It's it, Augusta it, National. It's the same golf course. It's the same right. golf course. It's the same activity. It's the same sport. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, um, I as much as I would really, really like to, well, like I said, I would just, I really wish I could see it happen there more often to get more of a gauge on it. And I don't want to just look at this year or these couple of years as the asterisk years for like certain stats or sports or memories, even in that regard. I mean, one thing I am looking forward to because uh, my mom's coming to town soon and uh, uh, Jennifer asked me, he's like, oh, you're going to, your mom going to go watch uh, the master somewhere. Cause we can go to bars and restaurants in Oregon. You can go inside and sit down and the TVs are turned on and you can order food and drink. But uh, the, uh, I said like, no, honey, whatever the masters comes around once a year, they are so awesome and so good at what they do and so filthy rich that they send out a free application. that is, like I said, free to download and at any given time, you can just hit the, oh, hey, watch live and bam, live feed. And, and, it, mm-hmm. is, and, it, is like, and it is just like, it's like, an, it's like, hey, whether, hey, we know you have an eating disorder and you've gotten over it. But guess what? Come on over here for four days and it's free. Enjoy the, your golden corral and your gold and your green jacket and bib. I mean, it's just it's 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be watching it. Doesn't matter where I'm at, whatever. But um Oh God, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I forgot what prompted that because I'm I'm looking at the tweets. We got to get to the tweets. I, I forgot. I, I'm getting all so caught I'm, up in the tweets here. So I'm I'm thinking we maybe play a fun game around the tweets here. Uh, oh. So we sent out a or Jerry Lou sent out a question today from at Jerry Lou Looper. So who oh. wins the Masters? Best comments will get mentioned on tonight's Masters preview show. Bombs away with the comments. Now, I think what we should do is play word association in regards to who or the player who's mentioned or phrase association in regards to what we think they'll do in the upcoming 2020 masters. Okay. Oh uh, uh, yeah. You want to run point on this and be host or what? I mean, I'm, I'm following your lead here, Dougie. Okay. Let's uh, I'll throw the first one to you. Uh, this is from Brian tweet 16. Brian says the president of the bomb squad Phil Nicholson. <laughs> no, I really, uh, Brian Tweed is a very popular guy on Twitter. And uh, I uh, hope, him, I hope, and I hope. I, I don't know why him, with, with tweets like that, that's a terrible take, I, but anyways. Uh, I wish him all the best. Oh, speaking of terrible takes, I'll just say it right now. He's one of these many people from Illinois that's like golf advisor played uh, all of Illinois courses, top 100. If you know anything about golf advisor folks, that's just people who are trying to get free rounds of golf and they're going to quote unquote rate them, but you still have to pay for your travel and blah, 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 stuff like that. Take it from me. I know all these people. I see all these people. This guy, every time this Brian Tweed guy does a top five or top 10 list, it's only golf courses in the state of Illinois. He's never left the state of Illinois to play golf ever. He's never seen an ocean. And then when he starts doing his top five movie list, he picks like uh, the Santa Claus, Greece, the Santa Claus, Greece and Greece and Greece. Like it just like, they, they, like he, the guy has no flavor whatsoever. I appreciate the guy, but I'm sorry. The idiot follows me. I unfollowed him. I muted him, but thank you for sharing. Cause I had no idea he even said that. So uh, 
I'm just going to stop you there. Um, I will do one rebuttal in regards to your takes on his takes. And that oh, is that... Whatever. It, Don't be it, another it does, movie watcher join up with him. Come on. It, it does say in Brian's little phrase or his bio, it says local golf advisor for Chicago. Fair. No, I... That's why I let off with that because I see a lot of people use the golf advisor handle in their like little uh, their blurb on their Twitter bio. All I'm so saying let's... is every time he puts out a list of my favorite flavors, all he says is vanilla, 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 Excuse vanilla. Excuse me. Vanilla. How do I how do I mute participants here? Sorry, I'm just going to mute. Go ahead. Mute. Sorry. Um, what is he, let's get back to let's let no let's get back to the question at hand here. The question was, you know, uh, maybe a one word or a, a simple phrase rebuttal to the player name that these lovely followers of ours have taken. They've taken the time to reply to us. Let's yeah. reply to them. What do you say? What's, what's your take on Phil Mickelson? Age is not a factor. I freaking love lefties, even Mike Weir at the... Okay, I said, I said one phrase or one word answers here. <laughs> Ding! <Love it. laughs> Like, okay, and moving on. So Keith Cook replies with heart says Rory, brain says DeChambeau. Um, this one being my turn, since I'm not going to take a half an hour to respond to this. Um, I, I got to agree with Keith here. Heart says Rory, we want to see him win the Grand Slam. That would also fulfill my bet that Rory wins the Masters before DJ wins a major. Brain says DeChambeau, it'd be interesting to see what he does. Um, probably the betting favorite going in. Okay, moving you on. Said a phrase, the phrase. <laughs> well, I, I made mine more of a phrase than your fucking novel. So, uh, sequels only. The good, the bad, and the sequel. Hot take, Matthew Wolf. The guy is always on the leaderboard. It seems. Uh, is this his first Masters? Because I I don't know his track record. It is not his first Masters. It might be his first Masters. He, you know what? He would be the best dark horse, best dark horse pick. The best okay. dark horse, pick. best dark horse. There we go. Nick Sheehan at N Sheehan 18. Um, also says Matthew Wolf. I will hang up and yes. listen. So um, let's move down to, well, Judge Smales is still taking Danny Noonan. I'm not sure if he got in on exemption this year. <laughs> um, CW Golf. So it's just CW yeah. Golf. Xander over Bryson in sudden death playoff after DeChambeau pumps it into the trees. So we must be talking number 10 at Augusta National. Um, well, they hope they don't get I, to 11. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that statement. Okay. Um, yeah, you ooh, here's a good one for you. At golfing Brock, Brock R says Lee Westwood. <laughs> 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 I, I, yeah, no comment. You can go with no comment, and I think gaslighting will understand. Gaslighting, gaslighting. Okay. You and C Dub Golf. Everyone's gaslighting me. <laughs> Jack Quinn at Dog Zeus. Roms away. You know what? Give the guy credit. A nice little pun tweet. there. That's the winning tweet right there. Jack Quinn. I, I think we we might have to give you the trophy uh, here. Um, Yes, Rom is a very relevant going into this week, coming off a runner-up uh, last week at, I want to say the Zozo. But uh, yes, very, very interesting. Uh, great play on words, going bombs away, Rom's away. Love it. Leader in the clubhouse so far. 
Uh, Mike, get out of here. The, the, the golfer who shoots the lowest score. Yep. Thank you, Captain Odds. Don't even forget that guy. <laughs> Coach G at T Golfer 83, number six, the sixth green jacket coming for Mr. Eldrick Woods this week. What do you say about that? Wouldn't rule it out. Would not rule it out. He's definitely, if you were to give me five picks, he would be third, fourth, or fifth. You know what? Weather looks good. It's going to be warm. Back should be loose. Glutes activated and firing. So big things coming for Tiger Woods possibly he's, next he's week. Like LeBron, he's like LeBron James in Madison Square Garden. Certain guys at certain places love it. There we go. My boy, Big Sim Sim, Sean Simmer, Xander or Morikawa. And then he just, the rest of his tweet is not relevant to this conversation. Um <laughs> I tweeted back dislike, and that would be to the second half of his tweet that said in brackets or DJ exclamation point, exclamation point, just to spite me. Um, but yeah, Sander Morikawa, I don't think he puts it well enough. Uh, not very high on his form lately. So Xander totally agree. Um, ooh, here's one for you. This one I'm, I'm teeing it up just for you, Jerry Lou, Matt Drury, Matt Drury, five, five, nine on Twitter replying with a gif of Jordan Spieth. Uh, where, where are my tums? <laughs> That's my take. Where, where, where are my tums? Fair enough. <laughs> um, or psychedelics, whatever you need to weather the speed scorecard. Um, Rob Miller time, a, a, a heavy contributor and reply artist with us on Twitter. Oh, Web guys, a pro. Freaking Simpson. <laughs> yeah, what were your thoughts? <laughs> um, that's a strong no guy for me. Um, a one-dimensional one ball flight usually does not work around Augusta National. Um, yep, we'll move on from there. Real quick, uh, I asked. I said this in the uh, Caddy Smoke Pit. I want your perspective on it. I said, is Webb Simpson the new Payne Stewart uh, for our golf swing right now? Huh? Thoughts? No. Well, what, no. we've Payne Stewart swing. Too many moving parts, very old-fashioned. When I see Webb Simpson swing, I'm like, nothing's wrong with it, but also it's not fundamentally, like, dominant, but whatever. It's repeatable for him. I would say he's more of a modern-day so Jim Eric. Ah, Okay. We'll, we'll it this looks unique. Yeah, let's not. On this one. Yeah, no. Screw you, Coach. Uh, quit. What's the next sco one? 11 Scooby 71. Patrick Reed is so 2020. I think he was referring, he was making a pun on how, like, all these stupid jokes of 2020 be like, 2020 be like, and be like, you know what? I know I was supposed to give a short answer. This was something somebody tweeted us recently where they said, uh, here's the list of the past 10 Masters winners. And who would you pick on that list to win? And I honestly said, like, oh, it's not much of a list. But on that list, I would take Patrick Reed. Yeah, and I, I believe with, with Bubba's game trending lately, I, I picked out Bubba on that list. But, uh, uh, yeah, it would be interesting. So long as Bubba is trending. Because I love me some Bubba Watson. He's my favorite lefty there. The trouble is, he's got to be – he's like Haley's Comet. He's only got to be so close every so often. So, mm -hmm. um, I'm just looking at – Let's see here. Um, Ivan Shotsky at Oregon Man United Football Club fan. Sorry to hear that. Um, also <laughs> appears to be a fan of Daniel Summerhays. Um, not even sure he's in the field. Um, hey, hold on. 
I've gotten to know Ivan uh, personally, and uh, he's a really great guy, really great fan. He's a uh, nice Oregonian. Um, I, 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 the the gift that you replied to him with of Clint Eastwood. Have you even seen that movie? Do you know what that's referring to, <laughs> or do you just um, like the, the face is perfect? I, I I believe it's Grand Torino, if I'm not mistaken. But I no, actually I've I've never seen it, but I know the gist. Yeah, it's that that was I saw your reply before I saw what you were replying to, and I'm just like, this is gonna be delicious. That's one of my favorite faces, just because that's how I feel half my life. I'm just like, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, do we want to go with what Casey Peters has said tonight? No, he he wasn't making a pick. He was just picking his butt. That's all. He doesn't even yeah. listen to the show. He does whatever, but um, yeah, clean your yeah, own and- room. And those those were the replies we got. So very diverse. Um, some some picks out there. I, I hope we're not very serious. Um, if some people are betting on Lee Westwood um, or specifically Daniel Summerhays this week, I would love to place an opposing bet. Um, but that opposing was fun. Bet? What are you going to do? Browbeat the guy for a penny? I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? Say Daniel Summerhays will not win the Masters. What do I get if I, I have- win? <laughs> I have a strong feeling that will not happen this year. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, I actually, sorry, I'm I'm looking at some. I I I don't know. I'm not saying you missed any tweets here. I mean, because Al Trubick did mention uh, about Patrick Reed. He uh, he sent in a gif. I don't know if he was just trying to uh, win the whole uh, comment contest, but he uh, it was Macho Man Randy Savage saying, "You may not like it, but accept it." And, That's uh, true, and he and he was replying to Patrick Reed, uh, winning in two thousand twenty. Right, correct, correct, correct. Well, but well, like I said, I was still I was still taking it a certain certain way, which is like Patrick Reed is so twenty twenty. I mean, that's how I read it. <laughs> so now we, um, I got I got to write this down real quick. What the hell was that? Nah, don't worry about it. All right, sure. We decided that uh, I want to write down the over under here. Um, Nick's the uh, over under is going to be 11 and a half strokes and Jerry's taking the over Maddie's taking the under and Maddie is getting a 11 strokes what are we giving what are we giving you Maddie boy you're getting three to one Uh, yeah we're, we're getting three to one if the winner lands at 11 under no playoff solo yeah Whoop. yeah let me write that down solo cool okay sorry everyone not to narrate and dictate but uh, i'm doing this sober you know so i'm actually writing down some proper notes and, some uh, legible words absolutely so is there uh before we wrap this up uh that was that was right on an hour not too yeah. shabby Anything else we're missing anything else you want to talk about uh anybody need shout out i know there's a few people new fans that are listening who are shout out uh, i want to give a shout out to or i promise to and i'm really sorry i didn't get to you folks but uh but yeah we i, I appreciate you guys uh, according to our network director ty um he wants he runs our twitter handle uh, at bomb squad golf co um you can also find him on twitter at tourney boss because he does a shit ton of other stuff but he said the numbers have been up, and uh, he said the numbers started going up on the Drunken Jerry episodes. So hopefully on some of the Sober Jerry episodes, they'll stay up. Maybe we'll keep trending, because honestly, as I texted both y'all, uh, my liver can't take it. 
um, and nor, nor can my uh, my recollection, my mental psyche, nor Jennifer. My ears can't even take it. Oh, well, excuse oh. me. <clears throat> it's all good. Those were very fun. But yes, we, we do thank our, can we now say dozens and dozens and dozens of listeners? Like, obviously, there's there's many more than that now, but. We're, see, now, it, it, we're in a weird vortex where you're, you're, you're not getting, first of all, the reference is to uh, The Rock when he was uh, giving interviews for WWF when he said, like, to the millions and millions of fans, like, and he would say millions and then they would all say and millions. So I say dozens because that's what we have. But until we hit hundreds, which means we got to hit 200 and we're not even halfway there yet, it's going to, you know, say dozens. Fair enough. We will leave it dozens. How much, how much is it a score? What? Like, you know, like Abe Lincoln said four score and seven years ago. Come on, you're so interested in American politics. Why don't you know how much, uh, like, you know, four score? That's a, it's a number. It's like 20. How many is in okay. a gaggle? Uh, well, that's that in, in more than two. <laughs> I think a score a score is 20. So we can say score our scores and scores of fans. How about that? Scores and scores of fans. I like it. And speaking of scores and scores for golf, we hope you all, you know, get some low ones out there. I know golf season's wrapping up for a lot of guys. I mean, Smitty, you're not playing golf anymore, are you? You know what? I I will be. We currently have snow. Oh. It's like it's a blizzard out right now where I am here. Um, but starting Wednesday, we're we have He's a, very, he, uh, he, lives in, he lives in Barbados, folks, by the way. We have some very, very promising weather coming up um, into the mid-60s next week. So uh, for us, yeah. So right now it's uh, minus one and it's snowing out. Uh, but for the... <clears throat> minus one Fahrenheit? Crikey. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Celsius. So oh, it's okay. like 30, 34. Um, still, I mean, it's still. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting up to the mid-teens next week. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all in the mid to high teens Celsius. So we're looking, you know, low mid-60s. That sounds like golf and weather to me. And I will be playing golf next week. So they're not officially away yet, but they are going to be clean this week and put in the corner for a little timeout before I go out. Probably one last time. Awesome. Well, that sounds good. Uh I'm, uh, I've been picking up some work lately. I, I screwed off most of October playing way too much golf, but now that time's over now. And, uh, and things are getting cold down here, man. I mean, we're having a little bit of a cold snap or hard winter. I don't know what either of those things mean, but I mean, they sound appropriate to what I'm feeling in the morning. So, uh, yeah, gonna, gonna uh, keep on keeping on. And honestly, you know what, folks, I, the way I see it, I think personally, when it comes to whether it's Twitter or the podcast or, or the other podcast that I do for us, uh, I think our content shouldn't get more frequent or, or swell, so to speak. But I mean, I'm definitely, my whole thing is if I'm not working and I'm a caddy, I'm golfing, but both those mm-hmm. things require sunlight to do. Mm-hmm. If the sun is not, and, it, and that's also requires like, you know, good weather, obviously, but if the, but if it's nighttime, if the sun is down, you cannot play golf, period, unless you do people are like, oh, blow ball, Jerry, you can go blow my balls. Regardless, I look at it like if the days are shorter and I get home earlier, so to speak, it's like, well, I just have way more time to like, you know, work on golf opinion or like, you know, rhetoric or like even podcasts, so to speak. So the silly season for golf, as far as I'm concerned, especially for me, it's right when daylight savings time starts in America, which it just did overnight. And uh, I, I apologize. That's the only reason why I keep saying America is because I don't assume everyone has the same stupid fucking traditions that we do. But um, essentially, 
now god what time is it over here it's like well it's six o'clock but i mean it's pitch black outside like it's just like it's dark and i'm just like that is that's ridiculous like two days ago at this time it's like you probably could have still played two holes of golf or something but i mean now it's dark and i have no other reason but to yes uh make your ears bleed how about that matt yeah it's that time of year right things are winding down it's uh especially at Bandon Dunes, I can imagine there's not too many 36ers going on these days, just with the limited daylight. Um, but what do you, yeah, I'm doing 36 tomorrow. Oh, doing yeah. 36, but uh, it's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> oh, it's you know what? I being in a an area of the world with a let's call it you know six month on maybe seven month golfing season that seven months is pushing it they're not very quality on the on the edges of the seasons but um it it gives you that renewed hope of hey you know golf season's almost here or it 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 gives you some appreciation when the season's winding down you can reflect on your season and say hey was it a good one is it a bad one can i improve you know and then when the spring rolls around those warmer temperatures come back you're very excited to play again. And I think that's what I really like about, uh, you know, having a limited golf season. You know what? You're absolutely right. Cause I could never decide truly. I always say I have to live somewhere where I could golf year round. That doesn't necessarily mean I want to play every day. I just want the option to, but mm-hmm. it is one or the other. One is you have to keep your game up. You have to play weekly or, or more frequently than that if you want to, or if you have to, or both. So you can keep the rust off that, that all makes perfect sense. Or the other option is like you go into a little hibernation and that knocks the mental rust off or, but there's a, I, I know a lot of guys who like, you know, still like, God bless them. Like all, I see all those videos of guys who are like chipping balls down their hallway to like their dog or their kid, like their infant child, like into the cup or whatever. And I kind of snicker. Cause I look at it like, Oh, you poor guys are all cooped up and there's no golf. And there's nothing else to do, but it's just like, yeah, Jerry, that's because you've never lived anywhere where there was absolutely like, you really want to golf and you cannot go do it. Like I went, when I was an assistant pro out on the East coast, uh, out in Maryland, we had a couple days where it was like 20 degrees. There wasn't frost on the ground and it was pretty chilly. And I went out and tried to play. And like, after a couple holes, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is the limit. Like, this is, I'm just like, yeah, you, the second you miss hit a shot, Jesus Christ, you, you get the stigmata mm-hmm. in your hands from this thing. Yeah. Anyways. So that's, that's the kind of season we get to live in. That's, that's for sure. But, well, and that's, that's why I appreciate, uh, I'll call it all you guys up, up North there, my, my hardy Nords, even though, cause uh, you know, you were the Scandinavia of America. <laughs> I just thought of that just right now off the top of my head. <laughs> what about Greenland? I, I think Greenland will qualify for that. What about Greenland? That's the title of the pod. What about Greenland? <laughs> what about it? That should be, hey, would that not be, oh, this will be a fun subject we can talk about in the next pod or on Twitter right after this uh, when we uh, get done. But um, you ever thought what you'd name a golf course? Never. Really? Like, you, you strike me as one of those guys who plays the golf club and designs a course and, like, you know, touches himself after three hours of, like, you know, designing, like, the uh, the, the, the sod faces. Uh, you know what? I, I do have PGA Tour 2K21, whatever it's called. I have gone on the course designer way too in-depth. It would take way too long. I just don't have the mental capacity to sit there for 50 hours and tweak it because I'm the type that if I can't make it perfect, I'm just going to scratch it and blow it up. Then no, just not worth my effort. But wouldn't you think, though, just, just in terms of us, like, you know, vamping mentally on the on the subject, I like – 
I, I'm one of those guys where I just can't, I can't create something from scratch. Like I can't create something on a blank canvas. Like, yeah, I'll probably borrow from a lot of ideas, but in the, in the end, it's probably like me mashing a bunch of puzzle pieces together that don't fit in the end with a hammer. And it's just kind of like, oops, it looks like a big ball of snot. I mean, cause I have a friend of mine who he makes a lot of courses on that game and he told me how long it takes and, and he's really good at it. But I mean, he also plays like call of duty and Madden and stuff. But at the same time, I, like I started making a course and I was just going to make like a very, very flat, very simple course to start. And even just getting the whole placements on, right on the uh, right off the bat, I'm just like, I love burgers, but you don't see me working at McDonald's. Damn it! I'm just, I'm out! <laughs> very fair. Very fair. Yeah, I, I don't know how long it takes, uh, but it would take a long time to design your own course. That's for sure. I think, I think and it was the same guy, Nick Pretorius, my buddy Nick, second shot of the show. He was telling me something about how if let's just pretend you just like sat down and like didn't have to worry about like you know sleep or like you know whatever it's like i think he says it takes like 20 hours for him to like you know make and finish a course and i'm just like wow i might play 20 hours of like the game i play the most in a month i mean like and that's with like one six hour binge in the month like yeah that's oh, that's, that's a half a week of work for me so that's that's a no guy do you do you ever do you ever have i, I know this is personal between us but i mean I, if people are still listening they can enjoy this and it's not sexually but i'm trying to make it but do you ever have like the want or the need to just like have like a serious six hour game binge like do you game like that at all uh yeah on weekends for sure yeah i could sit down and play last weekend i downloaded f1 2020 or two weeks Ooh. ago and i sat down for like five straight races i'm in a full season like like full practices everything like i i i could do it um it just really depends on the game i i could do so i used to do endurance races on gran turismo it'd be like six hour race just sit down hammer it out for sure i i, I, I saw I, I, friends might do that yeah yeah i do that on like on road trips too like if i'm driving somewhere if it's under a if it's a six hour drive or less I'm going six hours straight. I'm not even stopping to go pee. I'm going to make sure I take a pee before I go and hit the road. I'm not stopping. Oh, you'd be the worst to road trip with because I'm one of those guys who, like, anytime I feel like, hey, we're at Cheetos, we need to stop, we're stopping. Yeah, I'd rather pack a cooler. May or may not have a roadie in there. May not. May or may not have <laughs> you snacks. Food in the back, shut up! <laughs> I would just be, yeah, no, stopping. If I'm in the car, I'm in the car to get somewhere. I want to okay, get there. Well, that's oddly, that's oddly specific. Now, see, I, I, cause I had the other day, I was playing Skyrim from like 6 AM to 2 PM. And when I was done, I like, when I like, set the controller down, I just kind of like, let out this big, ah, I haven't done that in a couple of years. And that felt really good just to sit there and just, I had all the blinds drawn every, like every hour and a half I was going like out to the garage, to take like big hits of diamonds and live resin or whatever. So I just like come back in and just like put, and even though nobody's in the house, I put the headphones on still like the, like the big cans you got on right there. I'm just like, Oh, I'm in the world. And I'm just sitting there being like, Oh, no dragons to slay today. Woo. I mean, just it's, it's, it's the point now where I'm trying to make sure I have like one, four hour session a week. And, yeah. and, and, and luckily Jennifer is nice enough. She, she's like, Oh, you want to play your video games? Go ahead. But I play the other game I play a lot of is MLB the show. That is mm -hmm. tough to really, cause, cause the games are so incrementally timed after you play so many, it's just like, I could probably only play two or three games in one sitting. And after that, I'm just kind of like, I can't do anymore. I just, it's, it's ba baseball is great, but I mean, uh, like I'm doing a franchise right now with my double A AA and triple A and MLB team. And right now it's like, I'm about, almost 280 games total for all three teams played into this this year's season and i'm just like 
I don't know if I'm going to finish I hope I can finish this before the end of this year, just as a goal for myself. It's like my, my major <laughs> team a hundred games in and the other two game teams are 80 games in. And I'm just like, Oh, I've never gone this far before. And this is, we're just now at the all-star break. I mean, whew. Yep. But I can only play like two or three of those a day. Games are good kids. So all you kids out there thinking about drugs or games, maybe mix a little bit of both, but like oh, stick to games. Drug, take, take drugs and play games. Yeah, absolutely. For all you kids out there listening, like you know if you if you don't know if you if you should mix these two things we're telling you you should it's all awesome. try it just try it's, it you know it, it sounds a lot like that that line tom segura said we're like hey guys uh if, if you've ever like you know have, has, have any of you guys ever like not pulled out before it's amazing so next time you're having sex with a girl just don't pull out <laughs> like he's just it's, it's amazing <laughs> it's just like so kids if you want to have fun yeah take drugs and, and play games <laughs> Well, on that note, I think that's a great time to wrap. That's the note you want to end on. Okay. That's 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 dynamite. I am actually I'm still sober, despite what you think. Uh, but uh but uh thanks for sticking with us, everybody. This has been the Bomb Squad Podcast Masters preview. We might be doing it again. Like the next major we have is the Masters. Mm-hmm. We Yes, sir. Which Yes, sir. To be fair, even though I picked Bryson DeChambeau to win the Masters, I was on the record of saying I pick him to win the next Masters. I mean, I pick him to win both, but I picked him to win the second one first. So quit dancing. You're turning me on. So uh, where can the folks find you at on uh, the social media platforms and or your personal address? Uh, <laughs> let's, let's go with the Twitter address. That is at Bomb Squad, Matt. He lives in Fiji, folks. They got the best water there, I swear. Uh, yeah, Bomb Squad Matt. You can find him on Twitter. Oh, that also Instagram. I'm uh, I'm not really using Instagram much, but I mean, I'm gonna start wielding that as a nice weapon. But uh, as uh, Matty Boy mentioned, I'm Jerry Lou, but the full handle is at Jerry Lou Looper. And if you want a caddy at Bandon Dunes, you can hire me. See how it goes. We'll see. Right now, things are going pretty good for everyone who hires me. You know, we're having a good time. So, uh, so for all y'all listening out there in uh, podcast land. On behalf of the Bomb Squad podcast, I still don't have a clever outro yet other than saying bombs away. So bombs away, y'all. And uh, Gary Guidas, thanks for listening to the end, brother. Ha, ha, ha.